0: Hello, everybody Welcome your asses back to another episode of sniffing lines. This is your boy hunter Mickles back at it again This is episode 12 of season 2 We got a lot to talk about we got locks of the week. We got the guest picker Sadly the guest picker couldn't join us just I didn't have time to get him on Uh, But he sent me in his picks. He sent some reasoning in. we'll talk about it Uh, warn you guys now if you guys hear any like Bumping or something like that. It's my elephant neighbor upstairs. So uh, Not my fault. Don't blame me. Um, She just doesn't ought to keep it down. So just forewarning you guys hear any bumping not on my end Uh, All right Let's just jump into the locks Up first we got Tate at nine and He's in first place all alone He's starting off with Washington minus 17 and a half at Arizona He he's not stopping betting on this team officially a Huskies bandwagon fan He said when ISU loses their day game, he'll turn into Pac-12 after dark and be the number one Huskies fan. Huskies will cover once again. I'm going to have to agree with him. Then he's got Iowa State plus 21 at Oklahoma. He's ready to be heartbroken again. As you guys know, big Iowa State fan. I've honestly between him and Ryder, I don't know who the bigger Iowa State fan is. It's pretty damn close, but it's pretty damn close. I think I might have to lean to Ryder, but Tate's going to go with Iowa State plus 21 at Oklahoma. He's being a homer. He doesn't think ISU can win this game, but if Shieldhouse lets Roc- Rocco Cook and Heacock does his thing, they'll, they'll cover easily. Easily is kind of ballsy to say, Tate, but I like it. I like it. I like the confidence. Then he's got James Madison minus three at home against South Alabama. He said, fuck it. Fading riders, buddy. James Madison at home will be a tough environment, and they have a solid offense. He thinks after seeing uh, Central Michigan put up 34 last week on South Alabama that JMU should have no problem putting up some points. So his three locks, Washington minus 17.5, Iowa State plus 21, and James Madison minus 3. Up second, we got Ryder at 8-4. He's tied for second right now. He started off with Texas minus 16.5 at home against Kansas. He said Kansas is a fun story, but Texas is a good football team. And they'll remember what happened in Austin two years ago. Then he's got Notre Dame minus 5.5 at Duke. Uh, they're big mad in South Bend after last Saturday, and they're going to take it out on Riley Leonard and the Devils. Ballsy pick. Then he's going with Penn State minus 27 at Northwestern. He said they might win this one by 40 and very well could cover the over-under by themselves. So he's pretty confident in uh, Penn State this week getting it done at Northwestern. So he's got Texas minus 16.5, Notre Dame minus 5.5, and Penn State minus 27. Then we got Blake, also tied for second at 8-4. He's got Texas A&M minus 6 versus Arkansas. This is a neutral site game, no home field advantage either way. Uh, I think it's at Jerry's World in Texas, though, so maybe a little home field advantage for Texas A&M, but I'm pretty sure it's at Jerry's World. Um, But he said Texas A&M, they lost their starting quarterback, but their backup, Max Johnson, is one of the best backups in the nation. Uh, He's a former LSU quarterback. I mean, it was was just two years ago that he threw for 27 touchdowns and only six interceptions. He's not a bad quarterback. I agree with him. He said A&M has a very good offense underneath Bobby Petrino. And has a solid enough defense to keep K.J. Jefferson in check. That solid enough defense one is going to be questionable. Because I don't know how good their defense is. K.J. Jefferson, top two quarterback in the SEC, um, in my opinion. So he's going with Texas, a- Texas A&M minus six versus Arkansas. Then he's got Auburn plus 14 and a half at home against Georgia. Uh, his explanation, Georgia has not covered yet this year. Hugh Freeze is a good enough coach and has a good enough team to keep this rolling. Auburn will not get blown out at home in front of that crowd, so 14.5 is way too many points. I've never heard somebody say 14.5 is way too many points against the number one team, but Blake seems confident in this one. Then he's got Michigan State, plus 12.5 at Iowa. He said he honestly hopes this pick loses, but Iowa doesn't deserve to be a 12.5 point favorite when they're not even guaranteed 12.5 points a game. Fire fucking Brian Ferentz. Get that fucker to D3 football. Actually, he can't even be a D3 offense coordinator. Send that fucker to coach the Bellevue Cowboys Pee Wee team. And they still might not even score seven points a game. That guy's a fucking fraud. Anyways, uh, Anyways, my apologies. Uh, he said Michigan State has issues going on, but even a high school defense could hold down Brian in the Hawks' offense. I'm going to have to agree. Brian Ference is uh, basically um, just a make-a-wish offensive coordinator. Uh, Daddy has the head coaching job, so Brian's the offensive coordinator. Fucking Brian, get the fuck out of Iowa City. All right, anyways, moving on. Uh, fourth place by himself, we got my buddy Healy. Jake Healy he's sitting at six five and one so far this season his first pick Syracuse plus seven at home against Clemson uh, I like it. I like it. Clemson's in wounded dog mode, so it could be an interesting game, but Syracuse getting seven points at home It could be interesting Then he's got Texas minus 16 and versus Kansas um, same pick as uh, that I think Ryder had um, so Texas minus 16 and versus Kansas and LSU at Ole Miss, over 63. Jake said, no explanations. It is time to lock in. This fucker, he wants his teams to lock in. He's giving them a little pregame motivational speech. Syracuse plus seven. Texas minus 16.5. LSU at Ole Miss, over 63. And then in fifth place by himself, we got CJ. CJ. He's sitting at five and seven. He's bouncing back. He started one and five, I believe. So five and seven is a good bounce back. He started with Temple plus three and a half. They're playing tonight. They started um, before uh, I recorded this, but he sent me this text at like noon, maybe even earlier than that. So he had the picks in in time. Uh, so he has Temple plus three and a half. Stanford plus 27 and a half. I believe they're at home against Oregon. And then Air Force minus minus ten and a half at home against san diego state um that stanford pick i do like it it's a little bit of a look ahead spot i think 27 and is a lot of points for oregon to cover at stanford when they got at washington next week so ballsy pick but it's a look ahead spot for oregon and then that air force minus 10 and pick against san diego state air force has been hot i know it's tough to pick against uh uh air force when they're just winning and blowing teams out, so he's got Air Force minus ten and a half, Stanford plus twenty seven and a half, Temple plus three and a half. Then we have myself in dead last at four and eight, pretty depressing as it's my own podcast. I'm I'm in dead last. Um, it is what it is. I'll bounce back. I think um, if you guys don't trust me, fade my picks. Uh, you guys might very well go three and oh. Um, but I'm starting it off with Washington minus 17 and a half at Arizona. Same pick as Tate. Figured I'd follow Tate since he just knows how to fucking bet, I guess. Nine and three on the year. But Washington minus 17 and a half at Arizona. I just got to keep rolling with uh, with Washington, honestly. Their offense is one of the best in the nation. And Arizona isn't good enough to stop them. Simple as that. It's going to be a high-scoring affair. And I truly think Washington can run away with it and run away with it early. Um, enough where they can rest their starters and still not have to worry about not covering this. So, Washington minus 17 and a half at Arizona. Then I have Cal minus 11 and a half versus Arizona State. I'm just going against the AZ schools this week. Honestly, simple as that. Uh, I think this line is a little messed up because of last week's results. Uh, you guys know Arizona State um, lost by 14 at home against USC. I think Vegas is giving Arizona State a little too much credit because of that. Uh, and they're giving Cal... To uh, not enough credit um, Washington's just a damn good team They had to go to Washington their offense put up points I think their offense is gonna be able to put up points at home against Arizona State And I think their defense is uh, going to be good enough to cover 11 and a half. I think they can win this game by two touchdowns at home So give me Cal minus 11 and a half at home against Arizona State Then I have Maryland minus 13 and a half at home against Indiana I am honestly really confused how this number is so low Indiana is a very, very, very bad team, and Maryland is honestly a damn good team. Like they got Tua's little brother. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce his name, his last name. talk. I know it's Talia something. Ta- Talia Togalala. I'm not even gonna say it. Um. So they-, they got a damn good quarterback. They got a damn good offense. Their defenses look good this year. I like Maryland minus 13 and a half in this spot. Little bit of a look ahead opportunity for Maryland, but I think they put this one early or put this one away early enough, just kind of like Washington does to the point where they don't have to worry about a backdoor cover for Indiana. Um, so go Terps. Give me Maryland minus 13 and a half. All right. Those are all the locks of the week. Um, we're looking to bounce back this week. Not many, I don't think any picks at all that go against each other in the locks of the week. So that's sh- hopefully, uh, I mean, it'd be great if we go like 18 and zero or something like that. That would be fantastic. But Highly unlikely. Let's move into the guest picker segment. Like I said at the beginning, I, I just didn't have time to do this uh, interview style like I have in the past few weeks. Um, so I just, I just sent him the games that we were going to use. And he sent me his picks and he gave me a little bit of an explanation. The guest picker this week is the guy that is somehow a good gambler um, on college football when I feel like he doesn't watch that much uh CJ Mickles, welcome to the pod. Uh, even though you're not here, I'll just say what you texted me. We're starting off with Utah at Oregon State. Oregon State is a three and a half point favorite. He's picking Utah plus three and a half. He thinks they are the better team and he's just not buying the Oregon State hype. Simple as that. Um, my pick, I'm going to Oregon State minus three and a half. Uh, I don't know if Utah's gonna have Cam rising back even if he is back. First game back. Oregon State's got a good defense. I know Utah's got a better defense. Oregon State's got a good defense. Um, I think they can win this game at home. Uh, So CJ's got Utah plus 3.5. I have Oregon State minus 3.5. Then we got USC minus 21.5 at Colorado. CJ's going with USC minus 21.5. He said Colorado is the most overrated team in NCAA history. I'm going to have to agree with him here. Give me USC minus 21.5. I fucking will not bet on Colorado uh spread ever again just because of uh them needing the refs help to beat colorado state two weeks ago uh so colorado and fuck everything with that program so give give us both usc minus 21 and a half then we got florida at kentucky kentucky is a one point favorite at home cj is going with florida plus one so florida he thinks florida's gonna win this game Uh, he said they looked bad last week and he's just expecting a bounce back this week I am gonna to have to disagree with him. I think Kentucky minus one is the play um, So we're going opposite again. He's got Florida plus one Then we got Georgia minus 14 and a half at Auburn He's going with Georgia minus 14 and a half. He's taking the better team I mean, they are the number one team in the country uh, Even though they don't deserve to be but he's taking the better team regardless if they're on the road or not So I'm gonna to have to agree with him. Give me Georgia minus 14 and a half. This is just one of those weird games where you're like, what does Vegas know that we don't know? I don't know how Georgia is only a two-touchdown favorite against Auburn. I don't think Auburn's that good of a team. They're just not quite there yet with Hugh Freeze. We, we're both going with Georgia minus 14.5. Kansas at Texas. Texas, 16.5-point favorite. He's taking Texas to cover. Um, he's like, Texas at home only needing three scores to cover? Please. Give me Texas minus 16 and a half. Matter of fact, give us both Texas minus 16 and a half. So we're both going, same one there. Then we got LSU minus two and a half traveling to Ole Miss. He's taking Ole Miss plus two and a half. He's taking the home team here with the points. I'm going to have to go with LSU. I think LSU's just got the better all-around offense. Um, So give me LSU minus two and a half. Give CJ Ole Miss plus two and a half. Then we got Notre Dame minus six traveling to Duke. CJ's taking Duke plus six. He's just not on the Notre Dame hype, and he will gladly take Duke at home with the points. I'm going to have to agree with him here. I've been on the Duke train three weeks so far. Uh, I bet on them three different weeks. They've covered all three weeks. I just cannot go against them. I like Notre Dame. I like Sam Hartman, but Duke plus six, I feel like, is the play here. So we're both going with Duke plus six. Up next, we got Alabama, minus 14.5, traveling to Mississippi State. We're both taking Alabama, minus 14.5 here. Uh, CJ said they got to figure it out eventually and hoping it's this week. Um, They figured it out a little bit with the play calling last week against uh, Ole Miss. They ended up winning that game by 14. I know it's not by a lot, but Ole Miss is a better team than Mississippi State. I think this game could end up turning into something like the – LSU at Mississippi State game a couple weeks ago, so we'll both take Bama minus 14 and a half Then we got South Carolina at Tennessee Tennessee is a 12-point favorite CJ's going with Tennessee minus 12 uh, He said they're a good team even with the loss to Florida. He thinks they win by three scores I'm gonna have to disagree with him here. Uh, I actually have this game as a bet um, So I'm taking South Carolina plus 12. I think South Carolina's got the better offense I don't think it matters that they're traveling to Tennessee. I think they can cover that. Maybe even win. I wouldn't say win the game outright, but I think they can cover 12. Just keep it a little interesting. Then we got Michigan minus 17 at Nebraska. We're both taking Nebraska plus 17. He said, as much as I hate Nebby, Michigan's overrated. I just think... With the way both offenses play they like to run the ball run the ball heavy Michigan's only averaging like 60 plays a, or they're averaging like 60 plays a game uh, They just run the ball let the clock bleed out run the ball again I think that's perfect for Nebraska plus 17 honestly, so we'll both take Nebraska plus 17 So let's just go over his picks real fast. Uh, so I remember Utah plus three and a half USC minus 21 and a half, Florida plus one Georgia minus 14 and a half, Texas minus 16.5, Ole Miss plus 2.5, Duke plus 6, Alabama minus 14.5, Tennessee minus 12, and Nebraska plus 17. Those are CJ's guest picks. As you guys know, Noah is still in first place at 8-2. It's going to be tough to beat, uh, but we'll see what CJ does here. All right, the last little segment I'm going to get into uh, real quick before I end this pod I'm just gonna give you guys the rest of my week 5 picks. I went over some of them on Monday. My record so far this season uh, Excluding my locks 27 28 and 2 you want to add my locks in there. I'm 31 36 and 2 whatever uh, I'm just I'm separating them. So it's easier. So my record 27 28 and 2 Starting off with BYU plus one and a half at home against Cincy. I don't think Cincy's all that good I also don't think BYU is all that good, but I got to go with the home team here. Uh, I really do. I think BYU can uh, sneak this game out. So BYU plus one and a half. Then I have USC at Colorado over 71 and a half. I truly think Colorado will put up points against a much, much worse USC defense. Oregon's defense is just way too good. USC's defense isn't as good uh, on the defensive line and the linebackers. I don't think they're going to get to Shadur Sanders like Oregon did. I think Colorado is going to put up some points at home. And I also think USC will score 55 points against Colorado's piece of shit defense. So I think this over 71 and a half, we just can't have field goals. And they got to score fast. Can't have long drives. That's all we got to hope for. Then I got Kentucky minus one and a half. I got it at one and a half. I go off the spread when I bet it. That's what I go off of. So it moved down to one. But I got Kentucky minus one and a half at home against Florida. I'm a big fan of this Kentucky team. Uh, Devin Leary at quarterback, stud. Uh, Their defense is good enough to stop Florida. Florida's offense just is not all that good. So I hope their offense can just score some points. They can score some points. I think they can cover this game. I mean, win by a field goal, that's all I care about. Next, I got Toledo, minus 13.5 at home against Northern Illinois. I think Toledo can win this game by three touchdowns at home. SP plus uh bill conley on twitter he's got toledo winning this game by like 22 or something like that i mean northern illinois is just not a good team whatsoever uh toledo can win this game by three touchdowns i only need them to win by two so give me toledo minus 13 and a half at home against northern illinois then i got wyoming minus 14 and a half at home against new mexico wyoming is a solid team new mexico is not just give me wyoming at home simple as that it's a, Pretty simple pick. I just think Wyoming's the better team. I think they cover at home. Then I got the over. Over forty one and a half in the New Mexico Wyoming game. I think Wyoming can score points as long as they don't turn the ball over. Forty one and a half is very low for this game. Wyoming Wyoming's offense is not bad. Give me the over forty one and a half. It's just too low. I, I just I have to bet that. So over forty one and a half. Then I have Texas State at Southern Miss under 62 and a half. Just bet a Texas State under last week, and it pushed. They gave me three and a half more points. I gotta bet the under. Um, I just think it's too high. Texas State has a solid defense, and I don't think either offense is good enough to score points in this one. So give me Texas State at Southern Miss under 62 and a half. Then I have Alabama minus 14 and a half at Mississippi State. Mississippi State's just not good. As long as Jalen Milro doesn't turn the ball over, Alabama should run away with this one, similar to how LSU did. Just got into it in the guest picker segment. I think Bama can run away with this one as long as they hold on to the ball. Then I have the over, over 68.5 in Washington at Arizona. Washington's offense is going to do its job. I think Arizona can also score a few touchdowns. If they do, I think this over will hit easily. Like Washington can put up some points. I think they're going to put up 50-plus. Michael Penix Jr., best quarterback in the country. Washington, they're my number one team in the country. Give me the over sixty-eight and a half. Then I have Temple plus three and a half at Tulsa. Ha! I could have deleted this because I don't think that game's going very well. I'm recording this uh, right now. It is seven fifty-two p.m. Thursday night. I'm gonna check the live score for you guys so I can just tell you I should not have bet this. Who knows? Maybe maybe it's a little closer than it was. Uh, nope. Uh, they're down 21 to three uh, as of right now. So Temple plus three and a half not looking good. I thought they had better players at all skill positions. I don't think they do anymore. Um, so yeah give me give me Temple plus three and a half I guess. then I have South Carolina plus 12 at Tennessee. I think Tennessee is just not a good team. Give me the better offense to cover this on the road. Simple as that. I think uh, Spencer Rattler is a better quarterback than Joe Milton. Not even sure if Joe Milton's playing in this game. Honestly, might be a good thing for Tennessee if he doesn't. So, who knows? Give me South Carolina plus 12 at Tennessee. Then give me Iowa State plus 21 at Oklahoma. I think Iowa State can keep it closer than three touchdowns. Simple as that it give me this is a play that I wanted as a lock but I loved my other three plays even more like this would this is my number 3b lock right here Fresno State minus 22.5 and a half at home against Nevada Nevada is one of the worst teams in the country Fresno State on the other hand is a damn good team one of the best group of five teams in the country I'm looking for them to run away with this at home like this should be a fucking blowout spreads up to like 25 now I got it at 22-and-a-half Sunday night. Give me Fresno State minus 22-and-a-half. And then I got Nebraska plus 18-and-a-half at home against Michigan. Like I said, I the spreads I use are the spreads that I bet it at. I got Nebraska at 18-and-a-half. Like I, I look at the lines as soon as they come out. Sunday, I got it in. Nebraska plus 18-and-a-half. I think Michigan's a damn good team, but the way they play offense this year is perfect for Nebraska keeping this close. Give me Nebby to lose by 18 or less. Last but not least, San Diego State plus 10.5 at Air Force. I think it's time someone shuts down Air Force's offense. Let's hope it's San Diego State. Simple as that. I just think they can keep it within 10. I sure hope I'm right. Um, I'm going to have plenty more plays. I wouldn't say plenty more. I don't know how much, how many more plays I really like this week, but for sure probably about four more, four or five more. Uh, follow my Twitter at Pod If you guys want to fade me, if you guys want to follow my – picks like whatever either way you're not getting all my picks unless you follow my twitter at Sniffin lines pod um again appreciate you guys for listening uh this love doing this shit i know i say it every pod i love doing this shit so much fucking fun i love just talking into this microphone about college football it is the time of my fucking life i would do it 24 7 if i could but i can't because uh i don't make any money off this so again thank you guys for listening This was your boy, Hunter Mickles. This was another episode of Sniffin' Lines. Peace.